the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah Radio Broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. As we count the Omer and look forward to Shavuot, the Feast of Weeks, Pentecost, Revival should be on our minds. Amen? Yes. So let's pray. Avinu Malkenu, our Father, our King, we pray for revival. <laughs> we'll keep it simple, Lord. We pray for revival, the power of your Spirit just raining down on us. We are praying, Lord, that you would speak to us, that we would strongly be in your presence that we would see the gifts of your Spirit manifested throughout the body of believers, that there would be unity in the body, that there would be excitement, there would be uh, passion for you, Lord. So, Father, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for this uh, ability to speak on the radio and just look forward to um, your anointing of the message, Father, so that people can come closer to you, Father, and really know the heart of Yeshua. So we bless you, praise you, and honor you in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Okay. Well, if you would like to help support us financially, we always are willing uh, to have that kind of support along with prayer support. So uh, feel free to call Karen at 813-831-5673 or go on our website, which is heartofmessiah.org. But also, uh, we have a booklet that I'll be talking about all throughout today, and it's a booklet of scriptures that I've put together to uh, help me pray and to really uh, get me excited about what God is doing and going to do. So if you'd like that booklet, again, call Karen at 813-831-5673. Let's begin with our program by counting of the Omer. You know, we only have uh, one more weekend after this one. So, um uh, uh, it's it's amazing how t- quickly time goes by, isn't it? Baruch atah Adonai Eloheinu Melech Halom 
Asher Kiddishanu b'mitzvotav v'sivanu al-sifarat ha'umer. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who has set us apart by your commandments and has commanded us to count the Omer. Today is the seventh day of the sixth week, and day 42, I have counted the Omer. So the theme today is what can we expect from revival or in revival? And the answer is worship. In Genesis twenty four forty eight. I bowed down and worshipped Adonai and blessed Adonai, the God of my master Abraham, who guided me on the way to take the daughter of my master's brother for his son. Okay, so we we worship him for the things that he has done. And then in Psalm 99.5, exalt on Adonai our God and worship at his footstool. Holy is he. And we worship him because he's holy, right? And Revelation 5.14, and the four living creatures kept saying, Amen, and the elders fell down and worshipped. We need to fall down and worship. Amen? Yes. Well, the thought for today is worship is honoring the Lord with extravagant love and with extreme submission. It is an active response to the character, words, and actions of God, initiated by his revelation and enabled by his redemption, whereby the mind is transformed, and there we get belief and repentance, the heart is renewed, and from there we get love and trust, and actions are surrendered, and there we get obedience and service all in accordance with his will and in order to declare his infinite worthiness. And that's from the internet, believe it or not, Theopedia. And, uh, you know, if there's something that I say, for instance, on uh, one of our broadcasts and you'd like a copy of something, feel free to email me. Uh, Love for you to do so. The challenge today is... Reading the thought above challenges our concept of worship as we apply it to our heart and mind. Consider your worship. Is it sufficient for the Lord? When you worship, are you showing God extravagant love? What are you declaring when you worship the Lord? And to close this out, a prayer. Lord, as I read the thought on worshiping and I begin with repentance, as I am sure that I am not sharing extravagant love with you, I pray for a renewal of my heart in order to worship you extravagantly. I surrender my insecurities and the walls that I have put up, which don't allow me to worship you with my whole heart, soul, mind, and might. Please help me to overcome all that is in the way. May I be sure to do my part in showing you my sincere love for you. Revive me. One of the things that I'd like to really talk about today is the fact that praying God's word is powerful and will lead us to revival. Yeshua used God's word to get rid of Hasatan, of Satan, of the devil. After his 40-day fast, he said, 
It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that comes from the mouth of God. That's in Matthew 4.4. He also said, it is written, he shall command his angels concerning you, and upon their hands they shall lift you up, so that you may not strike your foot against a stone. Matthew 4.6. Again, it is written, you shall not Put Adonai, your God, to the test. That's Matthew 4, 7. And then Yeshua says to him, Go away, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship Adonai, your God, and him only shall you serve. Matthew four ten. So four times Yeshua uses scripture, and I believe that we also should use scripture, not just read it, not just meditate on it, but pray it and use it as our sword. John 1, and I'll read from 1, 2, and 14. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So is there any question that the Word is God, and we see that Yeshua is that word shortly. He was with God in the beginning, and the word became flesh and tabernacled among us. We looked upon his glory, the glory of the one and only from the Father, full of grace and truth. So we see here who Yeshua is. He is God in the flesh, the word of God who was there in the beginning with God. So that's pretty exciting, I feel. So I'm praying and fasting for revival. I'm counting the Omer, hoping to see revival. I'm feeling good, but I'm not seeing God's power manifested around me to the extent that God wants to pour out his spirit on us. And are you seeing the power that you want to see? As I was praying, I realized there are four major categories that I pray about with many subcategories, of course. But um, number one, authority of God's word in my life and in others. Secondly, I pray about encouragement and hope and and all the things that, uh, like being in God's presence. Uh, Number three, I pray about salvation, salvation for my family, my friends, uh, the city, the country, Israel, the world, right? And four, I pray about healing, physical, emotional, financial, relationships. And I'm also praying in obedience. Obedience is doing what I'm told, even if I don't understand why. It is a test of faith, right? And and trust and loyalty. However, I need something stronger than my prayers with my words. I realized I need to once again pray God's word. Now, as you know, I'm a big proponent of praying God's word, but you know what? Somehow, there I just stop sometimes doing it. Maybe I get lazy. I don't know what the reason is. I just do. So, of course, how do I get myself back into it? I write another prayer booklet. And this one, filled with scripture, I just made it, and I've just started using it, and I found it extremely effective. Before we get to that, let me just mention two scriptures that are really important 
as we go forward. Hebrews 11.1, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of realities not seen. And Hebrews 11.6, now without faith, it is impossible to please God. For the one who comes to God must believe that he exists and that he's a rewarder of those who seek him. So believing with faith and standing on God's word, his promises, are that's critical to pleasing God. That's why it's so important for me to get his word deep within me. So I have this booklet that I've done, four pages, one page for each of these subjects that are important. And it starts out with Isaiah 55, 11. And you're probably familiar with this. My word with, with will be that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me in vain, but will accomplish what I intend and will succeed in what I have sent it for. And that's a scripture I want to pray into me and pray into others that God's word will not return void or in vain. It succeeds in what it is sent for. And you know, besides that, I want to pray Psalm 119, 9 through 11. You know, it obviously, by not sinning, I will please God. So I want to, as it says in this scripture, treasure God's word in my heart so I will not sin against him. So it's fair to say the more I treasure God's word in my heart, the less I will sin. That's why I want that scripture deep within me. All of us want to be successful, right? And for me, success would be a revival that touched all those I'm praying for. So in Joshua 1.8, I'm told that I will have success if I meditate on God's word day and night. So let me give you an example of how I would pray that. Uh, Lord, I am praying for revival. And you have said that I will see success, Lord, when I meditate on Scripture, on your word, day and night. And so even now, as I think of this Scripture, and I think also of Psalm 1 1 through 3, where you say that I I am to meditate day and night on God's word, and he will plant me like a tree over streams of water, producing its fruit in its season. Its leaf never droops, but in all he does, he succeeds. Father, I just pray right now, in the name of Yeshua, your verses over my day, over my week, over my life, over the life of my friends, my congregation, my family. So these are key words, I believe, that we are to get deep within us. And this is, I believe, uh, one step to revival. Now, the second thing that uh, the second page in my prayer booklet here is about encouragement and expectation. They go together because in order to have hope of expectation, I've got to be encouraged, right? This requires faith. So as I focus on encouragement and expectation, 
I will strengthen my faith. And one of my key verses for that is, in the morning, I will order my prayer to you and eagerly watch. And that's from Psalm 5-4. And I want to be reminded not only to pray in the morning, but for the rest of the day, I want to watch what you do, Lord. I want to be sensitive to how you answer prayer. This is part of what gives me faith. It also encourages me. And so I've got to look expectantly at all the circumstances, all the people, all the situations, and make sure I give glory to the Lord. Does that make sense? You know, as we focus on God's word, it's like looking in a mirror and truly seeing our heart for following God. As you know, if we walk away from that mirror, we still need to have that image in our heart, just like we still have to have God's word in our heart. Psalm 30, 4 through 6 is a great word to hide in your heart. I pray it will encourage you. For with you, there is forgiveness, so you may be revered. Actually, maybe I should read this entire scripture in context. It's really good. Psalm 130, 4 through 6. For with you there is forgiveness, so you may be revered. I wait for Adonai. My soul waits, and in his word I hope. My soul waits for my Lord more than a watchman in the morning. Watchman for the morning. Oh, I love this, and this is so good. God is a God of forgiveness, are you and I? We revere God for being forgiving. Are we revered for being forgiving? I wait for Adonai, my soul waits, and in his word I hope. You know, there's a theme going on here today, isn't there? In his word I hope, right? So I have to be in his word. I have to meditate on it because in that, in doing that, I have hope. I have encouragement. I wait for Adonai, symbolizing my faith in him. Uh, You know, are you impatient? I know I'm pretty impatient usually. Do I trust him for his timing? In his word, I hope. I trust God's word. How would you pray this scripture? Take a scripture and pray it into your being. You know, I describe this as brainwashing. I want God to wash my brain with his word. Hey, there are so many other things that get into my brain in in secularism and, and the world around me that I need a daily washing of God's, uh, of my brain with God's word. I hope you see what I'm saying. Okay, my third subject is salvation. And salvation is just a critical thing I pray for and probably one of my greatest areas of frustration and impatience. I have a long list of both family and people in the, from the congregation that we've met and, and friends and, and uh, just people who do not know Yeshua as Messiah And this is a great frustration. One of the scriptures that I would use for this, believe it or not, is Psalm 51, 12 through 15. 
It says the following, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence. Take not your Ruach HaKodesh from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and sustain me with a willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners will turn to you. And that's what I want. I want sinners to turn to the Lord. But God is saying, for me to really be effective with people, I have to create a clean heart within me, and I have to have a steadfast spirit. And I, I really have to restore the joy of your God's salvation. Now, a lot of people misquote this verse. They say, restore to me the joy of my salvation. Well, true, it is your salvation, but the one who's given it to you is God. And so it says in this verse, restore to me the joy of your salvation and sustain me with a willing spirit. And that's so important to have a willing spirit. So, you know, when you feel uh, lethargy, when you feel lazy, uh, your willing spirit goes out the window. You, You say, I know I should do this, but I just don't feel like it. So I'm just going to do whatever. And, and so we need to come against that, that spirit of lethargy and, and have that willing spirit and, and sustain daily with the willing spirit. And then sinners are going to turn to you, Lord. Oh, how exciting. Psalm 62, 2 and 3, my soul wait in stillness only for God. From him comes my salvation He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I will never be moved. And I pray that over various people, that they will say that, that he alone is their rock and their salvation and their fortress and will never be moved. Oh, and for those of you who have heard me, I won't do it today, but, you know, Isaiah 12, 2 and 3 Uh, just is great scripture. But there are so many scriptures that God has given us in this area. Um, One that I'd want to spend a moment with before we close is Isaiah 45, 8. And I pray this over our country. Lord, rain down, O heavens, from above. And let the clouds pour down justice. Let the earth open up. Let salvation sprout and righteousness spring up with it. I, Adonai, have created it. I love that God says that I, that he has created it because he has created justice, righteousness, and salvation. And I love the word where it says, and let salvation sprout. Let salvation sprout. The word sprout is not used often, but it is used twice in the in a verse in the book of Job of all places. But you're going to have to wait till next week till I tell you which verse it is in Job because we are out of time. But if you get this... Uh, booklet on prayer and you call Karen for it, 
you will know because the that scripture in Job is definitely in this booklet, which always encourages me. It's not probably the couple that you're thinking of. So guess again. All right. Look forward to seeing you next week. Let's close in prayer. Avinu Malkenu, our Father, our King. We love you, we praise you, we worship you, and we honor you, Lord. And Lord, I just pray now that all my listeners would make you, Lord, their first priority, and their heart would grow, their desire in their heart would grow to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. So we bless you, we praise you, we honor you, Lord. And we thank you for your word, Yeshua made flesh. In the name of Yeshua, amen. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel.